Uh, real quick, guys, uh, this show is going to be different because Snacks wanted to try his hand at editing a podcast. He complained that we just rambled on for too long. I had no idea what he was talking about. Anyway, this is the result. If you like it, don't like it, you can leave us feedback on martmigs.com. I think you navigate to the website for the show and leave a comment. I don't know. No one's ever done it. Uh, but enjoy. Take care. is playing look like looks like we are recording um jeff are you doing this in hq at the same time yes i just lost though <laughs> megan you still in it no megan lost too i didn't know that I Guys, we're going. must be I told you, we're oh, going sorry <laughs> anyway guys this is flick pals <laughs> i'm your host uh doug with me as always is the uh the goo crew as i like to call them welcome <laughs> well, I'm covered in goo myself. So, yeah. I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? <laughs> And today, exactly. yeah, today we're talking about Black Panther, so it's exciting. Um, let's go around the room uh, and give initial impressions. Uh, liked it a lot. That was, uh, I think, the best standalone Marvel movie, uh, or because uh, like all those Captain America's movies were, I think, like kind of Avengers movies, especially the last one. What was it, Civil War? Even though I like that a lot. It didn't yeah, seem that to be was, a standalone totally movie. an Avengers movie. Like yeah. I forget that it's a Captain America movie most of the time. I think of it as an Avengers movie. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys' thoughts? I, yeah, I thought it was all right. If you really think about all the things they had to introduce and explain in that movie, they do it so deftly where it's kind of amazing. I mean, they have to explain like, you know, a magical city. They have to under explain magical rocks. They have to explain how these people are all related to one another. It, it, it's like, it's insane how much information they dump on you without feeling like they're dumping a ton of information on you. I, I thought they did a good job by telling you all that in the little animatic and then uh, cutting to something you can relate to. Oh, a guy's dad died and now he has to like take up the mantle. That's sad. But it's something like, okay, I can understand what's going on here. Um, so I, I agree with you. I think they did dump a lot on you, but uh, it was, it was uh, done well. Rico, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I will say Jeff and I, I don't know how much we missed in the very beginning. We got to the theater a little late, so that intro into yeah, we didn't Magic see the City and... What did you see um, first? Vibranium. It was, it was the tail the end scene. of them talking about Vibranium. Yeah, we saw the scene with them. Yeah, the, the tail end of the Vibranium and, and then the scene with... Um, in, I think that's set in Oakland in the beginning. Okay, you didn't, okay, so you didn't miss much. Okay. You didn't okay. see the dad talking about the stars and like explaining what all the tribes are and all that kind of stuff. No, no, we no. missed all and that. And there, there was like a giant meteor from okay. Let's outer let's, space. let's let's run it down. So in the beginning, everybody <laughs> there knows was Adam and Eve, <laughs> and then. Uh, but no, big space rock hits uh, Africa, and then uh, 
whatever uh, people knew that was a special place, and they would fight over it. Eventually, it came down to just five tribes. Uh, four of them banded together and elected a leader uh, who was a warrior. Uh, the Black Panther, the fifth uh, tribe, went to go live in the mountains, kind of away How from the group. How long ago was this? Did it say when this happened on Earth? It, it, five it, years it, ago. It, <laughs> I, no, I just wish that no, that was the case. You're saying like it's ancient, ancient. Okay, got it, you. Like almost the cradle of humanity era, like ab- the first ab- people. Ab- absolutely. Okay. Yeah, but they they go through like uh yeah, because like they do like a flash forward as if it's like you know the whole like Wolverine and Sabretooth fighting through all the wars. They kind of like do that. Where they're talking about how Wakanda stayed out of all these uh, conflicts, uh, so I think they'd started with like the Egyptians and like you know civilizations rose and fell, and we just kept to ourselves. Um, wow. Okay. So I that's, mean, they yeah. Even, they even show slave ships and shit like that. I mean, they really like mm-hmm. hit like all of African history, or they try to, while sorry, also tying world history. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Or, yeah, we came in. Yeah, missing that is well. I don't know. It did. It didn't ruin the movie. Certainly, but, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, I will tell you that I thought it was uh, uh, T'Challa's dad talking to him, but it was actually the yeah. That's what I thought too. It was the guy from Oakland talking to his uh, kid, little junior oh, that's Killmonger. Even that's even better. Yeah, I better. didn't realize this until I because when uh, they say saw a review later because when you say believes in fairy tales and they're like telling him a fairy tale. Because, oh, they also break down all the tribes, and they're like, oh, watch out for the monkey tribe. Like, yeah. they live out in the mountains, and they're fucking crazy. Oh, okay. So, like, when that guy shows up, and he's from the monkey tribe, everybody's like, oh, fuck, it's that crazy guy they talked it, about. It yeah. meant that more than, more. Okay. That would set that up a lot more. I wish I yeah. caught that, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, so, uh, yeah, that, that was done well. They have this uh, scene in Oakland where you don't know what's going on. You assume there's a bad guy. Um and he's smuggling weapons, and it turns out that uh, Black Panther shows up. But this is in like the what mid '90s, early '90s. And yeah, uh, it's Daddy so, yeah. Panther. And the guy that sells him out, <laughs> Daddy Panther. That sounds so gross. You get to decide what kind of king you are going to be. I don't want to. I don't want to go through the plot like beat by beat, but that sets it up. Um, the the after that, the movie kind of starts kind of kind of uh, not. It didn't grab me right away. Uh, so, like okay, so like when it when it grabbed you, right? Like when it grabbed me was when they they fought on yes. the waterfall. Yeah, that was amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. I thought I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was. I was surprised how much I was like rooting for people already. Right. And oh. and I, you don't even know the guy, you and, know. And the monkey man's all awesome. Yeah, I, I got to say, Mbaku is my favorite character. I think. <laughs> let's spoiler alert. I'm going to jump around, but <laughs> the Mbaku train. <laughs> but they set him Team up. Mbaku, right? Right. Here. So they set him up as being like, no, we're we're warriors. We're crazy, and I really thought like later on in the film where they like ask him to be the new black panther i was just like yeah this is like the gold mbaku's like goldilocks uh you know it's like uh king t'challa was too maybe um not aggressive and killmonger is very aggressive mbaku's the perfect like halfway point Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Plus, he's just um, badass. I mean, that guy, he just doesn't well, give a shit. He's uh, like and he's Conan. had to lead his people for a while. So he's already right. seasoned to some degree. Yeah, that guy was great. It, it, and like, so like what I love about these newer Marvel movies is like Black Panther was never this like top selling, put the comic book industry behind it, like character. But and 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 because of that, he has like a terrible rogues gallery and a terrible rogues gallery from the 70s that I had no idea how they were going to translate it to film. And Umbaku was the man ape and the man ape is this mm-hmm. uh, giant black man in an albino monkey suit wearing a loincloth. <laughs> and it's just like the most t- terrible, terrible <laughs> villain in the world. And like I'm, I'm walking to the movie theaters with my girlfriend and I'm like bitching about like, you know, Black Panther's rogues gallery. And I'm like, I mean, he has the man ape and like brother voodoo. And I don't know how they're going to translate any of that, that shit to the screen. And to see Mbaku have such a lasting impact and see people like on HQ, like screaming like Wakanda forever and shit like that, which is something Stan Lee probably made up in like, like two minutes. It, it's kind of just, I just find it remarkable. And I guess it shows the power of this like Marvel machine. Well, isn't that the way like uh, Guardians was and maybe maybe more so Ant-Man? Like when I heard, I, I guess I maybe right. have heard of Ant-Man. I don't, I wasn't into comics at all. But yeah. like they made an Ant Man movie and it was okay. Uh, it wasn't nearly as fun, but still, I feel like these lighter, like, you know, let's say not big three or big five, uh, yeah, characters. I think they they are given more license to do more, like to get a you know these, whack these directors that'll take chances. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and they're allowed to for the most part. Maybe this movie is a little bit of an exception but like um with that main character yeah try and endear them as much as they can in their own unique ways mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah none of these movies are movies that a studio you would think would say oh yeah let's green light this puppy ant-man yeah <laughs> exactly. right. you know and so exactly. that's the beauty of marvel is is they where dc is still trying to crack the code on super Superman, you know, you've got. <laughs> Which is how, right. that possibly? <laughs> how do you make Superman <laughs> likable? Maybe don't make him a crazy asshole. No, I think <laughs> audiences today need him to be an asshole. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, the dude that shrinks down to ant size and has ant friends is like, yeah, it's a success, you know. Um, Sorry. Go ahead, Rico. No, go ahead. What, what what also makes me really excited about it is thinking of the financial side of things where like people's contracts got to be coming up or got to be difficult to sustain anymore. Oh yeah. It just keeps like, getting like, exponentially larger. I imagine like every time we want and they, and they, Iceman or what was the guy, the plastic, what was Iron he Man? from? No, from final four, <laughs> the final four. Fantastic four. Yeah. Chris Evans. The yeah. Human Torch? Yes. The human torch. Okay. Yukon, the final four, which Duke? I don't know what you're talking about. But but like what I like the most is like, okay, so like the Avengers movie was pretty much the traditional Avengers from the comics, like plus or minus a few characters, right? And then like after these new Avengers movies, you got like Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange all like fucking hanging out. And they're they're guys that don't like hang out in the comics. Like those like three people were never like in the Avengers together. You know, they're not like this classic lineup. And and that's really what I'm most excited about that they've invested and people care 
about these obscure corners of the Marvel universe that are not obscure anymore. And I'm very excited to see where they go because it's different than the comic books. I, I like it that it's finally diverged. Yeah. And, uh, and that visually, I, they could all be their own. Well, I know with color grading and, and certain ways of shooting, I think uh, Snacks, you've talked about this, where the kind of the cinematography is the very same through all these movies, but they're fine. Uh, yeah, I feel like these last great. three I would say I would say this one's, to break. Yeah. This one's the exception. The, the, the woman who shot this movie looks, I mean, the, the, it looks like a Bond movie. When they go to that casino, it looks fucking fantastic. Right. And that was his, the director. He's worked with her before, right? I think this was think, a break for Marvel to hire an outside cinematographer for, for this yeah. movie. And it shows. I mean, it looks great. Of course, they always have that same, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm tired of, like, green screen shit. Like, they have that fight on the train, you know, and it's just all, like, green screen, and I just don't care. Yeah, you know? at um, the end. Uh, uh, but again, that's probably just me being nitpicky. Uh, I, I think it's, it. yeah, it can, that stuff reared its head in this movie, for, for sure. sure. But, uh, um. And two, I guess at some point when you have all this wacky stuff, what are you going to do? But right. Yeah. Right. Um, like I, I couldn't get over that car chase. I love that car chase. And, yeah. and I also, and I also love the guy who plays claw. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, Andy circus yeah. finally Andy, was yeah. entertaining Andy as a yeah. human. Exactly. Oh, he, yeah. he was such an entertaining villain and I was so disappointed that he died. Okay guys, like, I, I got to talk about it. Is Andy Serkis is cornering the market on fake out bad guys because he did it with Last Jedi, and you think, hey, this is going to be the bad guy of the movie, and he dies halfway through again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the what's the guy from what's the guy from uh, Game of Thrones that always dies? He's the Sean Bean of bad guys, huh? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, this so. guy's going to be great, and he's dead. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's go. Also, back they to just the- bring him in. And to do mocap, and they're like, "Here, be this character." Ah, sorry, we're killing your character off, but can you still help with mocap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, we, that's what his role is. We'll find yeah. you a spot on the staff. You want to, you know, want to speak in part? That's fine. You can help with the mocap, though, right? Ukuba upindi wakukukumisa dakukoma apa kwezi shishlalo. Does she speak English? I thought it was. I'll admit, I feel uh, it was a little wacky like the setup to the coronation and the fight. It was part of me said, Oh, should I be really high? Is this movie going to be like batshit crazy? Well, but then, yes. I mean, really it, it Rico was. on paper, yeah. this movie is batshit crazy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it is, it is, it is pure bonkers in the wrong director and writer's hands. This, this movie would have been awful. This movie jumps around. Let's jump around now. So, Oh, sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, Doug, yeah, uh, but Rico, yes, you should be high for all the movies. I, I mean, I, I don't even know why this is a question anymore. Yeah, right. But that one, I, I think I wasn't expecting, and I was like, oh, maybe I should be super high for this. <laughs> oh, I don't then, know. But like, then in the middle the first... of the movie, I said, okay, no, I don't, I don't need to be. The first trailer that got me hyped to see this movie looked bonkers as fuck because they really pushed like the 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 sci-fi element of this with all like the spaceships flying around. And uh, T'Challa in the purple Badlands talking to, like, Panthers and stuff. And uh, I was just like, okay, this seems almost psychedelic. And it wasn't. It was more... uh, Somebody said this was, like, fantasy, almost. It was, like, sci-fi and a fantasy movie because it it had a lot to do with, you know, kings and, you know, warriors. and But it was that James Bond element, too. It just did a great job of balancing uh, all sorts of different genres. Um, but, uh, so yeah. a little bit of Lion King, 
Of course, so, well, so one I, of the things yeah, Mike have to say. Glenn. One of the things Mike said it was all. You, you can see like the, you can see the bones and the parts they were pulling for, from, and it was all things people were familiar with. So I think they were more willing to jump on board when they like go into the casino, and I think people sit there and go, "Oh, this, this is like James Bond," and I understand that, and I understand how those scenes work yeah. and that kind of action works. Um, I think it's when they were surprised at the end and they go. Oh shit! This is like Braveheart. I know Braveheart, right. and just to and just to combine combine all those like components in the in the one thing is kind of ballsy. And when, even when you think about Black Panther, like he's kind of a mix of Captain America, a mix of Iron Man, and a mix of like Doctor Strange. He's like a mix of all the Marvel heroes into one hero. See, like when he was first introduced, like I, I just thought he was Marvel's answer to Batman essentially uh just a guy yeah. with a lot of gadgets and a lot of resources and i mean he does he's a king he's not like i'm he's super wealthy he's super wealthy and powerful but uh that's and i'm like well how are they going to make this character unique once again i know nothing about black panther uh going in uh but they did it i mean and i think it, it was mostly about they could have called this wakanda the movie uh because i yeah. feel like to a certain extent t'challa wasn't that he was almost like a avatar or cipher for like everybody. Like he didn't have, I mean, he was virtuous, but he didn't have a ton of character flaws and they didn't really focus on him as much as like this whole, I don't know. It just seemed to be a lot of players. Um, you cared about a lot of different, uh, customers. I don't know. It just, it didn't seem like a, like, like, Black Panther yeah, was the yeah, central compared character to other movies. Compared to other movies, yeah. yeah. He shared the yeah, screen so a I, lot I, with yeah, I think other... Right. Yeah. Right, it introduced a whole, like, team, for lack of a better term. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and Michonne from The Walking Dead playing, like, his, like, Kingsguard, uh, for, like, a whatever. Yeah, the, ge- the general. Yeah, she was awesome. She was charming, hilarious. Uh, his little sister, fucking funny as fuck. Uh, yeah, and can I, point, can I point out, like, there have been other movies that have had that, like, pixie genius cue role where it's like oh she's the computer girl and most of the time those people are so grating and you just yeah hate them so if you're going to hate the example i'm going to pull but it's a movie i just watched was uh triple h the return uh triple x the return of xander okay why would you okay because megan loves the vin diesel man go watch all that shit Okay, look, look. who's the yeah, I don't know that uh that movie that one specifically. <laughs> I have all the, the sequel. triple X Anyways, they have like a computer girl and she's just so it's just like she's so grating. Is and, it like and a I, kid thing cuz I feel like when they're like, "Hey, check out this smart kid." and they're like, "I I'm sad." Yeah. See, and you're like, "Oh my god." And that's I, I think it's I think it's that you're supposed to be like cute and like sassy and the comedic relief. And it's just a it's just a hard goddamn thing to balance. Yeah, and they usually give it to somebody who's not that great of an actor. Like they put, uh, exactly. you know, Transformers girl. What's her name from the first one? Uh, uh, Megan Fox. Yeah, they put Megan Fox in like a lab coat and glasses, and like uh, you know, have her be the the person. Or like even what the the new Q in the James Bond movies. The like he's a young kid. He's hip. He's got yeah. messy hair, uh, but he's not really likable. Or funny. That's it. That's exactly. That's a, That's a good comparison. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but let me. Um, so uh, I, I, I want to say something because snacks. You've had these drunken rants that there's never been an American James Bond, and this wasn't 
an American James Bond. This was an African James Bond movie for certain. Yeah. But uh, the best we have or like the only attempts were triple uh, X. Triple can X. we do uh, an American yeah. James Bond? Is I mean, that possible? I guess you could. I guess you could. I guess you can argue Mission Impossible and the Bourne movies. But those people aren't Americans. Like they're they're like maybe idealized heroes of what an American like James Bond might be an idealized right. British person but there doesn't seem to be much American in right Tom like America's character. America's not tied to either of those right guys identity and most of the time they're like disavowed by America right <laughs> you know like they're, they're <laughs> so, so uh yeah I, I really wanted uh, I don't know just a guy who shows up and has all the worst American Traits? characteristics yeah, and you know, just causes mayhem. But gets the job done. But gets the job done because of his, you know, pull himself up by the bootstraps, <laughs> a- a- assholeness. I'll make America great again with my fist That's in exactly. your face. Just, Boom. He's just yeah. a colossal dickhead. All right, so uh, back to this movie. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Killmonger. Um, I-, I gotta say, I liked him a lot. I think he's. It, it, it's so hard to make. I don't know. Is it hard, or they just don't do it? Where you make the bad guy have uh, somewhat relatable views and motivations? Um, I, I think it's a source of making a really good villain. When, when somebody's evil just for evil's sake, you, you just don't care. And the fact that this guy had true motivations, I, I think doing. I mean, essentially, his story is what motivates the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. which, which I, which I think is a really um, bold choice uh i gotta say if i were to nitpick um the fact that he is so crazy kind of like diminishes <laughs> his uh his point like you know what i mean like he's yeah, he's right. up for like you know activism and uh stop you know uh wanting to use their power uh and that's fine but then he takes the huge leap of we're gonna you know like <laughs> Use weapons of mass destruction. I think he even says the phrase weapons of mass destruction to subjugate yeah. the whole world. And I'm like, hey, just pull it back a little bit. Uh, yeah. And, and, and this and is again, this conflict. is just me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this is me nitpicking just, you know, but it's a movie is how quick, like when he becomes king, how quickly everybody's like falls in line. Yeah. <laughs> like I and like I like I get it. Like you can't you don't want to show like, yo, this took like two years. You know what I mean? But um uh yeah, it just it's just one of those things that people were like, Well, oh, yep. And it doesn't seem King's believable. Dead. There's no way like somebody would come out of nowhere and take over the country and it just be clearly that they'd have no business being in charge of the country and then everybody just goes along with it and pretends like it's normal. There's no way that would ever happen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, That's impossible. But uh <laughs> yeah. I gotta use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. The one thing I I will say too in, in the visuals in general, the production design and the technology. Some of it going in, I was I was a little. I thought it seemed very Marvel space. Um, okay. For sure. As opposed to Marvel Earth, but then yep. of course, as this being the movie that sets up uh, Infinity War, then I go, oh, okay, Earth needs to have some secret magical, you know, space technology they can pull out of their asses in the last minute. Right. And and, and 
and since you brought that up, do you think vibranium, like that meteor, the whole fucking meteor is like one of the infinity stones? No, maybe. I have, I, yeah, I, I can't remember where we are with if we've been introduced to all of them or they're still could they just said be, the they could soul add. stone is the only one that hasn't appeared on screen and people okay. assumed it would be in Black Panther and it wasn't. So maybe I think that, it was. I think it's uh, the whole damn like the whole damn vibranium. The whole movie was about magic rocks. You that's know? true. I mean, it, it would make a lot of sense. It would check off a lot of boxes. Would I be like, oh, wow? No, I'd just be like, oh, OK, cool. Whatever. And some of the, like the marketplace scenes, they had like two of them, one in the middle and then one towards the end where like he's yeah. just hanging out. They were like people like selling, you know, like colorful, like woven baskets. And I'm thinking, I don't want that shit. I want whatever the the Xbox 1000 or the, yeah, the Space Age flashlight yeah. that's going <laughs> to like I want the high technology made, made shit that, made out of that like magic sand i love that magic sand by the way yeah that was yeah, that, that was, was a great device yeah and i didn't realize it was magic sand until the second time i saw it and then i was like oh shit it's magic sand it's like it, you know like when you had that like uh it was like you had that face and you had the pencil with the magnet at the end and you could draw the beard on the guy yeah mm-hmm. that's what it is only um, they, only they make huh. gun spear ears out of it and shit i thought which it I was think like the great. thing with a bunch of pins about. that you put your hand under it and your hand like pops out yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lots of things, um, lots of toys. Yeah. Uh, but that gets back into if this is the soul stone, then them being when they get buried in it and going back and talking to the dead and kind of. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Oh, that's a really good point, Rico. <clears throat> a really good. Yeah. So point. I liked uh, I liked uh, I mean, this this movie is great. The uh, when Killmonger goes through the ceremony, he gets buried and he goes to the like purple sky place but it's his apartment like and i'm like that's so sad like that oh, is probably tragic he, he went to oakland <laughs> yeah he went to oakland and not only it's not like he went to an a's game it wasn't like the stadium's right there no it's just his fucking shitty apartment where his dad died and i'm like that is like but i mean that's so indicative of the movie you know what i mean like you don't you don't get the you don't get the beauty yeah you don't get the beauty of this this beautiful place this africa you don't get that's that's not where you're from. You're from this shitty fucking projects apartment and that stuff has kind of been robbed from you. Like no, it, no, and his and his rage is making him stuck there, Dave. It's like he can access this other thing, but his rage is like stuck there. And that's why like when he goes like um when he goes to his dad, like people die. You know, and then his dad gets all sad because he realizes he doesn't but have But I would that say more... he has no connection. Like, he doesn't right, exactly. have a connection to his ancestors. He's exactly. been detached from it because of, the, because of yeah. the tragedy, I guess. Right. Well, too, it was only just a fairy tale to him anyways. It's just his dad talking about it. So he, he didn't see it. He doesn't, you know, it could have been BS for all he knows. Exactly. From, his, from the child perspective. Did he freeze? an antelope in headlights. <laughs> Are you finished? The last thing I want to talk to you is like, what were your favorite parts with M'Baku? Oh, uh, when they when they come back to him. Top all right, seven so, favorite M'Baku. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Here it is. So obviously, like, I thought he was a big scary guy and, you know, he tapped out and I'm like, okay, that guy was still terrifying. Uh, he's going to come back in this movie later. I mean, the, the tribe's going to play a part or... What? But when they go to him, I was just like, yes, he's the perfect opportunity. Like, I expected him to be 
honorable. Like I expect him to be like the the classic. He's the bad guy, but then he's gonna do something good at the end, like a Han Solo type character. And when yeah. they they brought the like the the thing to him, he's just like, I'm gonna do this. Uh, but then when T'Challa uh, comes back, he would like give up the mantle. He'd be like, you know, T'Challa is my king. I will not oppose yeah. him. But no, he, you know, he saved him. But at the same time, when they when they came to him and he's just like, <sighs> he's just so fucking like bored and yeah. tired. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fucking like, my, 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 what my, do you guys my favorite want? Part, my favorite part is like after T'Challa is back to life and he's like, hey, let me talk to the king for a minute. Let me talk to M'Baku. And he goes, I could use an army. And he's like, I bet you could. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. And I was just yeah. like, that's, nope. that's fucking great. Yeah, well, you clowns never visited us, yeah. so screw yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Can my mom stay here? Sure. I need an army. No, get the fuck out. <laughs> and they're fuck, and they're 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 just uh, they're so down to earth. Like they fuck with, they fuck with the the God, Why can't I remember the guy from the office and uh, Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman yeah. is just like I'll feed you to my children. <laughs> He's yeah. Like what? No, we're vegetarians, and they just laugh at his ass. Uh, it was just it was just funny as fuck. Like he he was a a surprise, and I right. thought it would have made a good interim. Black Panther. That's all I say. And I think, of, I think of Thor, and they introduced like Thor and his like group of buddies in the first movie, and nobody gave a shit about. That's those why they killed him in the third buddies. one. Yeah, they just got rid of them all, and they introduced a new guy who who gave the executioner who you gave more of a shit about yep. than any of his buddies. Right. And mm. and I love how they introduce this whole supporting cast, and you give a shit about all of them. They all have a personality. They all have yeah. a motivation. And they're all like, ah, oh, it's great. His it's girlfriend just, was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uh, his little sister, yep. Umbaku. Uh, even yep. Forrest Whitaker's character, like, had things Zerk. to do. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it was just so well done. And and uh, the supporting cast, yeah. Uh, Michonne had her own little thing where the guy from Get Out, I guess there's a relationship there of some sort. And at the end, he's like, you won't do it. She's like, yeah. for Wakanda. Oh yeah, I'd kill your ass. I was like, yes. Also, the man blows a horn, and a fucking rhino comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm, and I don't go. And I think of any other movie, I go, what's this bullshit? And in this movie, I'm like, yeah, yep. <laughs> like, so, like, let's see this rhino fuck them something. And, and their crazy blue uh, robes turn out to be like shields, and I'm like, okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh I, right. I, I agree. Um, and I, and I never thought like when I, I don't know about you guys, but like when I imagine like weaponry and like, I don't know, fencing and fighting and stuff like that, I never think like a spear is a cool weapon. Mm-hmm. I'm always just like, Oh, I don't want a fucking spear man. Give me, give me the nunchucks. I don't, I don't want a spear. You know, Don, Donatello's staff was never my thing. Right. But, but now seeing how much a spear kicks ass, I'm like spears kick ass. <laughs> like I'm, like I'm so awesome. <laughs> I, I had the appreciation for uh, Spears when uh, I read the uh, the Mountain and the Viper chapter in the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. series. Uh, I mean, it yeah. was it was great on the TV show too, but uh, the way that uh, George Martin described it, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. Uh, but I, good thing you bring up the Ninja Turtles because this movie had a lot of like people getting killed and stabbed, but no blood, like highly sanitized, like uh, violence, especially at the end there. Yeah, when when you think of a character who has claws like if captain america has a shield like black panther has claws 
Mm-hmm. Well, you really only see one dude get stabbed. Right. You know? And that and that's his uncle. And it's the same right. problem with making a Ninja Turtle movie that's for kids when Leonardo has swords and he can't cut anybody and Raphael right. has these stabbing weapons that he can't puncture anybody with. It's there's a problem. And those cool like circular blade things that the the lady uh warriors yeah. were wielding. Like I was the, like, like the like the Tron Frisbee. Yeah. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I wanna see them like Straight up, chop one guy's arm off, chop his leg off, and then spill his guts yeah. on the floor. But this is a fucking PG thirteen well, Marvel well, movie. Well, maybe maybe when they fight the, the robot, the yeah. aliens, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. The, the disposable force that's going to be in the next film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will okay. say that this, I mean, uh, Thor did it a little bit, but after this movie, I'm back on board with the Marvel universe after being very checked out for the most part. I, I don't know. I think they're on a roll, man. I, I really like that I Spider-Man movie. I like yeah, Guardians I think the last two. three have been. Uh, yeah, even four. Or... Um, I, I, I'm, I'm so much more on board now that they're letting... It, it's almost like they're becoming an artist studio where they're like, hey, we have this property and we're going to find like a super talented person to do it and we're just going to let them make whatever fucking movie they want to make and we'll yeah, figure out got, how to connect it later. That's the thing is I feel like they do the hard work of saying... We have this we want to get accomplished, and I'm sure these like these auteurs they're bringing in, like they have their list of things they want to do, and it seems like they compromise on both sides, or they absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? There's no way that this happens, like big big budget anything. It, there's no way it happens without compromise, um, right? Uh, and that I mean that that's the way you get good stuff too. Like most, you know. Most of we talk about it. Most of these directors, they get their way when they don't have like a producer pushing back on them. Their movies are awful. Like you know what I mean. Right. Like it's very mm. hard to to right. to not work within like restrictions and boundaries. Uh, but it seems like I don't know what they're doing. Who is it? Kevin Feige, the guy who's in charge. Yeah, yep. he is. Uh, he's he's got to be doing something. Dude. He's looking like a um. I mean, because this movie is what like how much money has it made? Eight, like I don't know. It, it like exceeded all expectations, of course. In February, and it, it, and it, I thought it, it's like the fifteenth Marvel movie or something, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And even to the point where it's like you can look forward to these random movies almost more than the new Avengers. Like years ago, right. when it was building towards these Infinity Stone movies i was like oh this is gonna be crazy and now that we're almost yeah. there i'm like i hope it's not awful i hope it's not too much yeah you know? after thor and, 2 like thor 2 was like a slog and i'm like i guess i gotta see uh, it so the next avengers movie makes sense we didn't talk about much about the uh, cultural impact of this movie but mm-hmm. when you think about like analogs you're gonna say i said the lion king as well when i was talking to somebody i'm like well, that's the only thing you know where like matthew broderick is the <laughs> fucking voice of the main character uh this i mean let and then people bring up blade and i like the fuck out of blade but but the rest of america didn't and i don't think blade i don't consider blade a comic book movie it would i know blade started yeah as a comic book character but they took that character and they made a very good action movie out of it yeah i like it it reminded me of like like species or like you know one of these action sci-fi crappy movies from the 90s but it was right it was done so well it was like it was like the precursor to the matrix really right but they weren't trying they they were making an action movie not trying to make a comic book movie i actually think they were actively trying to distance themselves from making a comic book movie. right but still you had a uh a black actor in a lead and it wasn't like aimed at 
African American people, which I think that's use this is uh, you know that's I think that's what this is all about. This is like you know. Oh, I disagree. I don't think it's aimed. I, I think it's aimed at what um, everybody. No, that's what I'm saying, yeah. asshole. I'm saying yeah. before oh, this sorry. point, oh, sorry. like when you had a <laughs> I didn't black, understand. I'm sorry. No, when you had like a ba- black hero or Wrong. black protagonist, it was because, you know, like they didn't market that to all of America, really. Right. Um, and I think, too, what this shows is that it doesn't matter. I think we get so caught up in like, oh, we have to know our yeah. who's our demographic. Right. If it's right. 70 percent white people in America, we have to have 70 percent of the actors be white. And it's just like, no, they're humans. We get it. But yeah. they're still going to find so, an excuse to go to the Asian markets where well, that's, <laughs> where so they're going to well, sell yeah, the movie the in China so that people in China can go see the movie. Well, sure, it's funny absolutely. that it's it's funny that you guys say it, and we all came to the same conclusion about this movie. We're like um, different cultures, different anything. Anybody cares. All that cares is that all that matters is the underlining humanity and storytelling, which yeah. this movie did exceptionally well. Right. But I think Hollywood being a bunch of dumbasses are not going to get that message. They yeah, need to see that gonna, result first. Well, what are or they going to do now? Not trust what are they going to do yeah. now, Snacks? What are they going to do in uh, response to this? I don't, I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Disney and I'm not worried about Marvel. I'm worried about like um, studios that don't have their shit no. as much together. And they'll be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll do a Mexican superhero and it'll be all Mexican people and look how progressive we are. Right. But they're not. They're just trying to like go cash after the in. demographic and cash in and get that and get that money without realizing that it's more about the story. Right. It's like when you see like an animated movie that's not a Pixar movie and you're like, oh, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's 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 exactly it. And that's what I'm more uh, wary of, for yeah. lack of a better term. Um, but hey, you know, make money. Yeah, <laughs> I guess make money. Yeah. Right. But if these different types of movies make money again, Marvel is proving that movies that would never have been made by a studio 15 years ago are proving that you can make hundreds of millions of dollars, if not a billion dollars. And so that that is a good thing in general. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, okay, right, so this is the end of the podcast. Okay, we wrapped it up or whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, so that's <laughs> are it. Are we done talking? <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank um, you for so joining watched- in for Flick Pals. We'll see you again next time. <laughs> yes, now that was the end of the fucking podcast, you piece of shit. Thank you.